Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. It's going to be a great show today. Uh, we have Tyler Smith here. Yo! Tyler is a, a, a Marine, a badass, just a, a great guy. Um, and I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California. You Amen. You should have to leave your house to get it. Okay, they will deliver it right to you. They will come to you, and they will uh, take care of you. They got CBD. They got THC sex lube. They have weed. They have vape pens. They have C- everything you could imagine. There's anything to do with marijuana. They have and they CBD mentioned- bath bomb I used the other day. Yeah, how was that? It was great. And mentioned it's roasted. Great. You get ten dollars off. $100 uh, or more when you order that. And so check them out. They're, they're, they're great. They're awesome. It's Gino. He's a great dude. So um, meanwhile, it's been, so me and Tyler coach wrestling, which uh, I love coaching with you. Uh, Tyler is a, a brown belt in jiu-jitsu and actually wanted to coach because you wanted to get better at wrestling. Yes. Yes. With- I knew some wrestling, like, like a shitty double leg. Yeah, and uh, and that's about it. But I I've always had like a good like a wrestling style of jujitsu, like very aggressive and very yeah. like headstrong and using my head a lot. Um, but I wanted to learn that that technique, that and, fire and, middle school wrestling technique. And in your fight, did you take a shot? <laughs> I took <laughs> I took a really bad shot from far away because I was rocked and arguing with myself about like whether or not I should just lay on the floor and cry and ask for my mom or, oh, or continue on. fighting. So that was a real conversation I was having in my head. I was really? like, Fuck, dude, I just wanted to, I just want to stop and cry for half of it. Wow. And they were like, like those thoughts just in your head. Boom, and boom, you're boom, a boom. tough dude. I mean, you're a Marine. You're, you're a badass. You've been through hell and back. You're, you're dating your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> but- yeah. But like you, you have a guy hitting you as hard as he can in the head and it's like, was it one of those your things thoughts where, start going weird places, man? Was it one of those things where like you're like, why is everything going wrong? Yes, yes. It was one of those like I could feel myself spiraling down the hole and I couldn't dig myself out of it. It was just the fight became. You know, people talk about like, oh, your biggest enemy or your biggest opponent is yourself. You're fighting yourself in there, and that's all. Like the fight was whatever, but. In my head, I was having a full-on conversation like, dude, don't fucking stop. Keep your hands up. Keep moving. It, that's what it was. I know as a comedian, there's nothing worse than being in your head because yeah. you're like, I mean, a lot of times you have to be in your head to get out of your head. Right. Uh, you know, like right. I'm on stage and like, okay, they're not laughing. All right. Talk slower. And then I go, all right, make eye contact. Look at everybody in the crowd. Yeah. And then it's like, But okay, then you're not really paying attention not, to them. You're not present at all. And what they're doing. Like, so you're not... Do, you're not but you're trying to do that. To you're get just going further and further, your, right? Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the difference, I think, but like a professional comedian and uh, an amateur comedian and a professional fighter, amateur fighter is, is when you realize what to do when things aren't going well. Yes. You know, like as a comic, anyone can do well in a hot crowd. You could 
almost take somebody who's not even a comic and go yeah. up there and he could kill if the crowd is 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 hot like really right hot. right but when they're not laughing and when you're at you got to do 45 minutes or an hour and you're at minute four or five and you've uh-huh. gotten nothing that's when you could separate the men from the boys that's when you know someone could be do comedy and unfortunately that's not what's on comedy central or netflix it's not those shows it's it's the hot crowd shows of course but to me those shows are way more interesting to see and even as a comic like all right can i get out of this and that's as a wrestler there were so many times when i wrestled in high school where i'm like okay this guy's bigger faster stronger but there's got to be something I can do. Yeah, there's something. There's, well, I don't know if it's that low single he can't defend, or maybe maybe uh, just from top I can leg ride and turn him that way, or mm-hmm. just something. And that's kind of the way with comedy. It's like being a comic is being a good problem solver, being a good jiu-jitsu person, same a wrestler. It's just you got to be a problem solver. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, but but being like. I'm good at jujitsu. I'm good at the problem solving, but if I'm not in that realm or if there's other, other factors, that's where it becomes, that's where it becomes the issue. So once, once we got on, like he took me down and I was fi- immediately, I hit my back and immediately was like, all right, I know what to do here. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't thinking about it. I know right. what to do here. Then we got back up on the, on the feet and it was like, okay, I, I want to be back on the ground now. Let's yeah. like, cause I'd start, it just started going again. But, yeah. you know, I honestly, like, now I'm, like, looking back on it in the last couple months and how I've, how I've adapted, like, I'm, I'm kind of more happy that I lost how I did. You know, it wasn't like a, a whatever fight. Like, I got the shit kicked out of me and I still put up a fight. Though. I did. I landed some good punches. The problem was everything I was hitting him with had no power under it because my leg, like, he took my legs away. In the first ten seconds, so I was hitting him clean, and it was like pitter patter. Second fight and in a row, he's hitting been, me. You know, you've been hurt in the first ten seconds. Do you, yeah. Do you, do you think that your chin's a little bit like you don't have the best chin, or do you just think it's just bad luck? Well, I I don't keep my hands up. Like that's a that's just something I do. I don't keep my hands up ever. Because I asked Vince, and, I go, I said, I said Vince, because he was cornering you, Vince Pichel yeah. in the UFC, and I said. Hey Tyler, is thinking about fighting again. Like, what do you think, right? Because and uh, I wanted to just get it honest. I wasn't like yeah. p- putting yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, and he said, "Well, he goes, Tyler's a good fighter, and he wouldn't say that. You know, t- you know, Vince is not the guy that bullshit anybody, right? He said, but he, you know, he but he gets into like the habit of like he gets rocked, and then he gets like Marine pride takes over. Yep, and then it's like let's get become a strong man guy. So if he goes, if Tyler really wants to be serious, he has to be serious about it. Yeah, and different camp different yeah people. that's what it was i mean for sure i for sure need like good good sparring partners like professional fighters um <clears throat> but yeah i have that mindset of like oh you're gonna hit me okay fucking hit me then like you're not gonna put me down and he wouldn't have the, the he caught me when i was standing up like a dumbass after a shot i just stood up like i was getting up you know from a chair on the beach and he cracked me, mouth open, and like he dropped me. But he hit me with really good shots, and I stay. I just was walking through him, like. Yeah. So then, which what, is so not so good. Stopped you. Did, you, did you turtle up, or did you? Yeah, yeah, I covered up immediately. Eventually, you just. It was the. I mean, it was. I took a bad shot. He hit me. He rocked me. I think he broke my nose with that shot, and um, 
I was like, okay, I'm going to try to shoot, but I was yeah. three feet away from him or something and just shot a bad, you know, shot a bad lazy shot. And he did everything perfect, circled out and waited for me literally to stand up where both my hands were down at my waist and, and fucking let it out. My baby's very upset about so, this, by the way. Yeah, uh, no, she, I'm she, sorry, Vi. You got hurt. I'm sorry. Neither do I. Um, no, but I, but I, it was well, a good experience. Of course I'm, it is. I'm, I'm happy I did it. And it's an amateur. It's, that's yeah, exactly what whatever. this is supposed to happen. You know, you know. Um, now, and plus, it's hard though because you're also a big dude. You're fighting guys with power. Yeah. If you were like a 125, right? Maybe you, it would be different. Right. I have the style that suits a 125. <laughs> <laughs> I have a style that suits a, one, uh, a 94 pound woman um, now uh, just go Adam White I'll go Adam White uh, yeah 80 AM now I gotta talk about so uh, so wrestling right so me and you were coaching and we had two seasons we have like a September to December December to March and then they just spring on us hey we're doing another season yeah. from March to May. They don't ask me. You think they'd ask the coach, right? You would think. Yeah, but no, they don't ask me the coach. And my wife is like, you, you know, you don't have time to coach. And even when I coach, it's like I drive an hour there. It's two hours back sometimes. Yep. I'm getting, I'm breaking even with gas. I'm not making any money. Uh, I just do it because I love the sport. I love what it did for me. I'm a better person when I do it. I love helping kids. It yeah. gets me out of this, this LA, you know, very selfish world the grind of, like, of everybody's looking for themselves and calm it gets me out of my head and, and it's therapeutic yeah I'm actually giving, oh for sure it for sure is i'm actually giving back and it's and, and by giving back to others i'm, I'm getting for myself that's really kind of you know what why i do it but there are times that i'm driving back and going why what am i doing this for like what what why am i doing this what's the point uh but they let me use the school for the pilot so i shot nice. i shot the pilot in the school which would have cost me God knows what, right? Yeah. So Ten now grand, I feel probably. obligated because even though I've been doing it for 13 years and twice a week, if that, sometimes three times a week and got the program, started it, you know, been there. I'm like, all right, let me coach. So I couldn't coach Wednesday because I got, I got a new podcast actually called Daddy Issues. With oh, Dean, nice. With Dean McDermott, Nikki Paris about being a dad. Dean has six kids. Uh, Nikki Nick, has kids. Nikki has no kids. Oh, <laughs> Nikki's looking like for, Nikki doesn't have Nikki's kids. Nikki's gay. And he's looking for a sugar daddy, basically. No, so um, so, smart. So anyway, so what, that, that's Wednesday. It's all they can do. It's at the comedy store. We're shooting it. So I'm like, nice. So I'm like, Aldo, uh, my other coach. Hey, I can do Monday this week. He's like, oh, I can cover Wednesday. Cut to today. <laughs> cut to uh, today's Thursday. Today's Thursday. I get a text from a parent going, "How come no coaches showed up yesterday?" Um, like, oh my god! Like, <sighs> yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah, yeah. big. Right. So now I text Aldo. What, hey, I called him up. He said, "Oh, my 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 motorcycle broke down." <laughs> you couldn't have told so, me yesterday. <laughs> so I couldn't make it. Right? Okay. He's like, I, I told Paul. I told the guy in charge. Yeah. He said he was gonna put him through a, a track workout. Okay. Okay. Cut to the a parent hit me up. Yesterday, the kids went to Brentwood Country Mart and ate French fries and chicken for practice. That, that's that's so now like that's they ate chicken and French fries. Way to go, guys! <laughs> like, <laughs> so this is what I'm this is what I'm dealing with right now. 
Why, what happened to the track practice? I Paul just didn't. I, did, I, you I haven't called, talked to Paul. He, he just called me back. So now during the podcast, I got to find out why the kids. They were, probably all bailed when they found out Aldo wasn't coming. Yeah, and they went to go eat chicken and French fries. Mm, this is this is what I'm dealing it's with. Kids after my own heart. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's uh, hilarious. But like, no, but I have to get them back though. Like, I'm thinking about telling them all. I'm gonna take them to a French fries and chicken or something, and just make them. And then just <laughs> and just them make to, them drill. Yeah, and just run them up a hill. Like, we should take them. Honestly, we should take them to. Uh, we should take them to the beach and make them work out on the on the soft sand. Yeah, well, my they wrestling coach. Us. One time we lost like sixty-seven to four in high school, or some kind of insane oh. number. And maybe and and uh, my coach at the time was like the janitor. He was like, <laughs> he was a recovering alcoholic. His dad was like the best wrestling coach, Gary Kent Senior, like ever in the history of Maine. But he like quit his senior year because. During his matches, he would yell "boring," like, <laughs> and then he came back. He took fourth in the country, you know, prep school nationals, and he was just like, so he was one of these guys that he he put like pictures around the school, going sixty-seven like to four, never again, and that's it. Just like, so the shame, whole team is just like pure shame, and like we knew like three o'clock <laughs> practice, right? We're like, oh. so, so we get there. I think he I think he started us off with a five mile run, right? Solid. Then we did, I mean, we must have done 300 sprawls, followed by like push-ups, like hold it down, yeah. up. I mean, at least 25 of them. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, hundreds. Of, then it was running up a hill with people on our backs, suicides uphill with people on our backs. Ugh. Then it was live wrestling for like an hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, after all that. Then it was, I mean, it got to the point where one kid was like, can I go to the bathroom? Nick Vittelage. And he said, no. And he peed on the wrestling mat. Like he, he pissed himself. Um, but, but crazy story about that kid is, is I think his grandfather allegedly owned Ches- Chesapeake Fish Company in Northern California. Really? And he like beat his girlfriend with a fish or something. <laughs> but because it had teeth Sorry, on it. Sorry, that's not funny. Because it was teeth on it, it was like assault with a deadly weapon. Like a- <laughs> and he went to jail. He did like jail time for that. No way. Yeah. So anyway. Hitting <laughs> somebody with a fish. And my team also had like Howie from Top Chef. I don't know if you ever know Howie Kleinberg. He was on Top Mm-mm. Chef. And then uh, Rob Belushi, Jim Belushi's son was on my team. It was like nice. a bunch of characters. In my, but I mean, I remember he's saying, if you don't want to be here, leave. And like half the team left at, at like after hour three. Yeah. Like, I was All right. to six people to stay. But uh, it was the best thing for us. But I mean, you, that wouldn't be legal to, in, like, in like today's standards. Oh, no. No, yeah. no, no. Well, like, dude, I... <sighs> My friends and I talk about it all the time, how we, we grew up, we went to a really small private Christian school and like it, teachers would be in jail if they had found out that some of the stuff that, that oh. happened to us, nothing insane. Like they didn't hit us. They didn't, but just, they would come up with, they would come up with tortures that were like child abuse. My, just straight my, up my, child my, abuse. My, my, my freshman year, I didn't go to nationals. I qualified for nationals. But I never went because my assistant coach, my, my coach couldn't take us. Assistant coach came back to the dorm one night drunk and started wrestling with the kids. Nice. And then they told on him and he got suspended for two months. So then I couldn't go to nationals because of that. Oh, that sucks. Th- dude. That, that, that was one of the reasons I couldn't. Yeah, that was. You couldn't go because they, they wouldn't let you go without a coach? Yeah, I didn't have a coach take me. Uh, uh, that was one time. And then there were times like I remember hey. going to like the New England championships where Truly. we would be in a van and they would lower the seats. And just we would just do wrestling with the coaches while the van was driving. That's like 
I mean, that sounds like something that a bunch of 19-year-old guys would do, but not an adult like who's with, supposed to be supervising yeah, 12 children. 13-year-olds, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about some MMA stuff going on. Yes. So, uh, hey, Vi. Hey, what's up, baby? All right, so what's first of all, up? Ben Askren has more balls than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, wrestling Jordan Burroughs? Yeah, he's wrestling Jordan Burroughs. Uh, I just don't see how that works out well for for Ben. I really <clears throat> I mean he's going to be you know he's not going to like get demolished but how old is Jordan Burrow like like what's their age disparity but 10 years but he hasn't lost the thing about Ben though is Burrows has lost a lot in international competition yeah he's True. lost to the best guys in the world literally uh but Ben's lost like one time wrestling since the Olympics. He did like a really against a guy that was I think a two time national champion or something. Some like some crazy match. He hasn't really lost. He, he never lost an MMA. And um, yeah, it's not that I don't have the utmost faith in Ben Askren and his yeah. wrestling ability. I like I he's if if it is between Jordan Burroughs and Ben Askren, I'd say they're the top two wrestlers, at least in the country, yeah. if not the world. But I don't see him beating Jordan Burroughs, man. I also want to know, how does this affect... Um, by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a bottle. So how does this... How do you think... Keep talking, Bob. How do you think this affects the Masvidal fight? How does it affect his, train, his MMA yeah. training? I mean, from what I've heard, he does mostly wrestling anyway. Um, when he's getting ready for a fight, which it obviously shows when he fights. So I don't think, I mean, I honestly, I don't think it'll be, it'll be that, that big a deal. Like he's going to be, he's going to be training either way at that point for a guy at that level. It's like, make sure your cardio's on point. Make sure your muscles aren't going to gas. Like he's got the mindset for it. We saw what Robbie did to him and it didn't stop him. So it's like, (laughs) yeah. If he can take that, I'm Masvidal doesn't have anything that's gonna that's gonna surprise him, you know. Uh, this weekend, who do you like in the Poirier? Man, I love Dustin. I absolutely love Dustin Poirier, um, and I think I think he can win, but I don't think he will win. Yeah, just because Max Holloway is at another level. Like he's the goat, man. You think he, he he's he's for featherweight? If he beats Dustin Poirier, it's it's settled for me. Really, even though Aldo's me. run was like, I mean, beating guys like but Aldo's guys, run, Aldo's run was over a long period of time, but it's almost the same amount of fights as as really? Holloway's had, right? Like his run was what twelve years or something, and he had like and he beat 10, Aldo ten fights or twelve and, and fights. And Aldo's looked good in his last couple fights too. It's yeah, not like he exactly. Beat a guy that... Exactly, he's not over the hill. No. Aldo's not over the hill. I mean, by all means, Aldo could come back and and take it back from him. But I uh, think what I think what Max has done is just man, it's pretty. Uh, speaking of Hawaiians, it's I, pretty I read today that BJ Penn has a restraining order against him by his 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 I guess estranged wife. I What's don't going know. on? This is like a this is like becoming a thing. I don't like, know. I like that's what I read. Uh, it's alleged, I guess. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, uh, like I was gonna write a joke. Like she hit him with a restraining order and he fell down. <laughs> uh, but like his chin so oh, I, I don't know. I didn't really know how to how to phrase it. And his chin so, so bad he fell down. But like kicking a guy when he's down and like yeah. look look I like BJ. I hung out with him. I did a show for him and Matt Hughes. 
and it was at the UFC gym, <laughs> and I go, Matt Hughes, you know, I can't believe, you know, I didn't notice you without, you know, BJ's nuts on your face, and, <laughs> and like, I just killed Matt Hughes. I said, you know what, you know, so what was it like banging your cousin? I, I gave him so many, and he was a good sport. He wrote me like a long text going, anybody nice. else said I fucked my sister? And like, <laughs> look, and this is before the Matt Hughes This is before and Matt Hughes, the know. restraining order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just think that... um. I mean, it's sad. It's sad because they're like, I'll say this. The last two months, I've just started getting over, getting over spelling shit wrong and mixing up words. And like, that was one fight where I got hit less than 10 times hard. And is he still fighting again? You know, and like, I did he have another fight plan. BJ? Yeah. I want to say yes. Clay Guida. Yes. Yes. Come on. I don't like. Man, these guys just we're going to have to wait and find out because MMA hasn't been around at least this level of MMA hasn't been around long enough to see the effects, but now it's starting to come up with these guys like the old school guys, Matt Hughes, BJ Penn, the Militiches, the um that generation where we're going to start seeing like okay, how is this really affecting their their head? But, and like Gary Goodrich. Like, look, I mean, you look at some of these guys' records, like the Gary Goodriches and you're like Man, they lost eleven in a row. Mm-hmm. Who, who, you know, kept sanctioning who let that? Them, yeah, and and that's exactly what we're seeing with BJ Penn. I mean, he's lost what seven fights in a row. His last fight was in yeah, his last win something. was I don't know who his last win was against, but it was in 2011, maybe. So now this is seven years without a win. Why are we doing this? I mean, is it is it selling tickets? Are people are people, people are always going to watch BJ fight. Like I'm always going to watch BJ. Yeah, but fight. nobody's going to go tune fifth in for degree a BJ black belt. unless in like Hawaii. People aren't going to tune in. I think more for a BJ at this point. It's not going to sell his that many last. Tickets. No, no. His last win was Matt Hughes at UFC 123. Yeah, so now we're up to 222, right? 236. 236. What are we up to? 236. He so had a draw against John Fitch in 2011. He had so, a draw. So over 110 but, UFCs ago was his yeah. last win. I yeah. Mean, look, Nick I like Diaz, Roy McDonald. But look who he's fought, too. Okay, yeah, Nick right. Diaz, Roy McDonald, Frankie Edgar, Yair, Dennis Seaver, and Ryan Hall, which yeah, we all saw like that one. He didn't Hall take damage there, you know. I think that there should be a guy in the UFC that they put up where if you can't beat him, you're, you're, it's over. Yeah, they, they find one guy. That should be a yeah. That should be like a a position. Like if you can't beat, I don't know who who would be a good Bisping used to be that guy until he until he got the Bisping was yeah, the ultimate gatekeeper. Yeah, like they would, yeah, but that was a gatekeeper for like a title shot. Like for a title shot, I'm yeah. About a gatekeeper for the, the gatekeeper UFC. for the for for retirement. Yeah, I don't know who it would be, but uh, somebody would have to be around that. They should just have volunteers. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be the guy. You'll be the guy. the guy that knocks people into retirement. So ridiculous. Oh no, not me. I'm not saying um, me. But. So uh, and then uh, the other fights on this card are, uh, who do you like in some of the other fights this week? Who do we have? We have uh, Kelvin and and Israel Adesanya, right? Yeah, I like Kelvin all day. I <laughs> I think you're crazy, but yeah. um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Adesanya in that every time. Not that I don't like Kelvin. Okay. Great fighter, but I think Israel Adesanya's got it. Uh, oh. Eric Anders, Khalil. Hold on, we're going to stop this for one sec because somebody pooped. Yeah, so everyone's thinking that Kelvin's going to get killed. Uh, look, I will admit that he is an undersized 85er, 
Um, but the fight that I was really worried about him the most was Jacare. I was worried about Weidman too because Weidman, I feel like, matches up with him well and as far as wrestling goes. And, yeah. You know, but Jacare, I'm like, is he too big for him? I mean, but it's crazy to think that, like, if Kelvin wins, he could fight Yoel Romero next. Oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> I don't want to see anybody fight Yoel Romero. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yoel Romero is such a scary human being. It's like every time he steps in there, I'm like scared for somebody's life. And the fact that he's like religious makes him even more scary. Yeah. Like, yeah, like he's the, doing this, like this is his purpose for being uh, on the earth. Like I legitimately be more scared to fight Romero than a guy like, uh, um, what's his name? Mike. Uh, Mike Perry. Mike Perry. Yeah. Oh yeah, for but, sure. Way scarier fighting fighting you all Romero. Yeah. I mean, Mike Perry's crazy, but but he just looks crazy. Whereas, but, like, exactly. Like you know, he do, he's like. Eh. I watched that video with him where he said he didn't want to get hit. Like he's a human being. I don't think Yoel Romero is a human being. One of the most awkward <laughs> things ever was when he tried to make out with Luke Rockhold after the fight. Uh, after knocking him so out, weird. And he's trying to like hug him, and Luke was like, "Get the." F-. He didn't know know where he was. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Poor Luke Rockhold, man. Like, there's a guy that you just, uh, man. He's got a fight coming up, right? I think he had yeah, a... 205. It, yeah, he's fighting... He's um, fighting... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Somebody good from another country. Oh, shit, I forget. Volk, no, not Vulcan. Uh, yeah, he does have a fight coming up. Um, Luke Rockhold. Hold yeah. on. Hold on, podcast people. He's fighting we're one gonna, of the guys... We're going to figure this out. From, one of the guys from Europe he's fighting. So... um. <laughs> My baby is very tired. Um, I can't find it. Yeah. I can't find it anyway, fast enough. But we're going to talk to a girl right now who's fighting Angela Magana in oh. Los Angeles. I'm sorry. Uh, are you sorry? <laughs> but they've been like feuding. There was she like. the toucher, so yeah, I'm sorry. R- really? I don't know. You know what? I like Magana. I've I've hung out with her before. She's actually a pretty cool chick. You talk you talk so much shit about her. Oh yeah, but, but yeah, but she takes it like because yeah. like I used to DM her like, hey, I hope you're not upset. And she was like, are you kidding? She's like, no. She was like, keep making fun of me. Like she she had a she was a great sport about it. She would tell me to keep making jokes about her. Good on you, Angela. So yeah, no, but when I I, I talk so much shit about her, but she was a, a great sport about it. Like oh well then. A lot, like even with Askren, whenever yeah. I whenever I kill Askren, I de- I text him the thing, and he's like, ah, ah boom roasted. Yeah, yeah. Like Askren's gotten me like jobs before in the industry. Like really? Ask- yeah, Askren's a good. He he told well, me he seems like a good a, just a good Wisconsin boy. Dude, man. he's like next time you come to Wisconsin, stay at my place. Like awesome. he he and he legit meant it. Like he's like, where are you staying? I'm like, well, like Askren's a good guy. Um, he seems he seems like he's just like he has that attitude. Of like, eh, whatever. Well, I feel like a lot of those wrestlers. I feel like a lot of wrestlers are like hippies. Yeah. Like Sarah McMahon. A lot of jujitsu guys too. Like Sarah hit me up one day and she's like, "Hey, I'm in LA. Uh, do you have, do you have a place like I can I can can I crash? I like your place." And I thought she meant like in two weeks or so. I'm like I'm like when? She's like tonight. <laughs> and I, I was in like Indian Indiana or right. something. So I was I, I text my wife. I'm like, "Hey, can can Sarah stay?" She's like, "Who?" Like I'm like her and her husband and her boyfriend and. And uh, her kid with her ex. Yeah. Um, and they stayed. My wife bought them air mattresses nice. and they like had a great time nice. and hung that's out. Awesome. But that's how like I've hung out with Sarah maybe a handful of times for like yeah. a cup at shows and stuff. But I'm like, we had a silver medalist sleeping on our couch. Like to that's me, crazy. I was I was like, you don't understand. She she made like, the Olympics and yeah. she fought this. But my wife's awesome. like, 
Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Cool, yeah. But meanwhile, <laughs> if, it was like, if it was like Khloe Kardashian staying here, like the place would be sterilized yes. and all new furniture. Yeah. Or that, <laughs> that other guy, the guy that like she lead. actually is really. Is it Chloe? Which one was the one that was married to Scott? Um, is it Chloe or Courtney? Uh, that's Courtney. Courtney. She's really sweet. I used Courtney to work is? at a, yeah. I used to work at a restaurant in Calabasas, and they would come. Both of them. They would come in with the kids, and they were like actually very present parents. Like they would sit and have conversation. It wasn't like sit down, put an iPad in front of the kid, and you know drink your wine like the rest of the moms in Calabasas. They all seem pretty. But, I mean, uh, like, I'm sure they're nice. Yeah, people. she was really cool. Like really nice. Would always say hi to us, ask us how our day was. It is. A little, I mean, parenting. it is a little strange like, how they keep like how their men just keep keep either cheating or becoming women. Well, I or, mean, you know, that's. Los Angeles for one, and and the industry they're in for two. So it's like that's yeah, but it, it's, it is it man. is a little it's a little strange though. Yeah, you you have to admit it's something up. My wife. Well, thinks, look at their their male influence. No, well, they're not the ones cheating. Like the guys cheating on them. Yeah, but I'm saying they they they're picking. Like, yeah, they're just picking these trash people because they're. Yeah, they yeah. She know. basically picked Tristan Thompson. Basically, um, cheated on his ex that was pregnant. Like with her, yeah, and then she, and then she like, wonders, what? yeah, yeah. That's like Corey Holcomb was like, "What you think you fixed me? You just inherited her problems." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Can't fix people. I don't know, man. This whole cheating thing is like something that I'm just not into. It's we. I mean, we talked about it. We talked about it last week, dude. I caught, by the way, so much shit from my girlfriend for that conversation we had with Preacher last week. Oh, really? <laughs> So much. She was like, "What do you mean you think about sleeping with other women?" I'm like, "I'm a man. Like, I don't deny anything. I don't apologize for things that I say, which is yeah, yeah. could be detrimental. But I'm like, look. Oh shit. Okay, so it's not recording. Hello, hello, Kira. Hey, I'll call you back in one second. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I don't know. But like, I, I know. So she, I love she calls me out on it. She's like, um. You know, like you still you still think about sleeping with other women. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like every, I'm a guy. Every every guy, every guy does. And if you say she's like, "Well, I only think about you," bullshit. I, I don't do bullshit. it. I don't do it while I'm, some guys think about it while they're fucking their significant other. No, yeah, it's like I, it's I don't a, do that because I feel like I'm, that's kind of disrespectful. It's a thought that goes through your head throughout the day. Like you see a, a attractive female and you're like, "Oh wow, yeah, like I, I would definitely have sex with her." Yeah. Okay, like I'm a human being, I'm and girls sorry. think about it too. Yeah. I just think they don't think about it as yeah. nasty as we do. Uh, right? They probably don't dwell on it for as long, and they don't think about it as constantly. I think like, he'd be a great but, boyfriend or something. But right? But they're, they do, they're start, like looking at it, the guys like, "Oh, I wonder how he would provide for me and my children." Don't think about getting <laughs> railed by that dude. It's just not as like. Yeah, it's not every fucking but, hey, listen, ten minutes. But the more powerful women are getting. In the workplace and everything else, the more they're thinking like that, it's just they're more, yeah. like, the more alpha they're becoming. Let's go, you know, which equal is, rights. Let's which go, is, which is good. I mean, it's a, it's a good thing, you know. At the same time, I'm not sure how many guys want to be ghosted, <laughs> like left and right by by hey, chicks. If it gets me a promotion, or like how many girls are like <laughs> thinking about threesomes with their and their friends. Right. I like that, you know. Right, right. And that was the that was the other thing. It's like she's like, well, do you want relationships with these girls? And I was like. No, like, oh, hell no. I I have a relationship that I'm completely happy in. I'm so in love with you. 
it's not about any of that. It's about like it's literally biology saying like, "Oh, yeah. go fuck that chick," and yeah. then never talk to her again. And you yeah, know, like and if a guy's and, and any guy that tells you like, "I don't think about seeing other women," is either cheating or gay or into <laughs> or like some something just broken. Or just broken. Or they have dead bodies. They or don't something. have that. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's probably those people are probably out there. There's different genetic makeup. Nah, I don't know. I don't. There's I don't trust it. Somebody exists that's a, like, oh, I just never want to have sex. That's the same guy that's like, I, don't, I can't go to a strip club because it'll disrespect my wife or something. And you're like, that dude, you know. See, well, then you married the wrong person. Yeah. Like, you married you marry the girl that goes. You're going to a strip club. You're not fucking any of no, these my women. They're not, my like, wife gets upset if I go to strip clubs. Really? Yeah. You got to ask permission, man. Uh, I don't because it, I, I don't. Look, I don't look, go. No touch. I don't go anymore because I've been to enough strip clubs in my life. Yeah. Where like I used to work at the Playboy Channel, and I was the warm up comedian. Nice. And it was me and this naked women everywhere. Like the only job I ever showed up early to in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen enough, and you know I've been to enough strip clubs where it's like, look. It, they're fun, but I'm just not. I'm not getting yeah. a lap dance. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I don't go like. Last time I was at a strip club was for my best friend's bachelor party. Yeah, right. In like, Vegas, right. And he loves strip clubs, so we were like, "All right, um, we're gonna go." I was the best man, so I was like, "We're we're not gonna not go to a strip club." But that was almost four years four years ago, I think three years ago. So it's not like I go, but if it's a, if it's a bachelor yeah, party, I'll right. go. If it's like. I, I honestly someone's well, birthday and they no really I would go do it, then I'll go but I'm I not would like, go no I would go if hey I would go definitely what are you doing down there I would definitely go I just don't like seek it out like I used to go to right a, right I, I used to go to a comedy club in in that town I'd be like let's go to the strip club in that town and then I try to pull the strippers or tell them, get them to come to the comedy show well, now there's or, Tinder so yeah right it was so much easier but now did I'm you guys just, actually meet on Tinder. We used to work in the same office, oh. and we met that way. And then she's, and then we were on Bumble and Tinder. We met. She was on both oh, you, of them. Yeah, both yeah. of them. Yeah. And then she was like, "I think we used to work together." And I was like, "Really?" Because I didn't recognize. I don't remember you. I didn't remember her. I kind of <laughs> did, but I also like. I don't fuck her. I usually don't fuck around at work. Right. Right. I, I just so you just don't even see, especially yeah. jobs like this that are like fun jobs that I don't want to lose. I mean, t- dude, Tinder's legit, man. I met, I met my girlfriend on Tinder. All right, guys, I got to talk to you about CBDMD, all right? CBDMD is USA Grade A Premium CBD. Okay, it's organic, it's grown in the U.S., processed in the U.S., non-GMO, gluten-free, and vegan. They sent me a box of this stuff. I've been taking these CBD gummies. Oh, it's amazing. I feel so relaxed, less anxious. They have the CBD dog treats I give to my dog. He's He's... He's been more relaxed than ever. And, and when he's excited, he's happy. He's jumping around like Air Bud. All right? And CBD helps support or achieve relief from a multitude of everyday ailments, including stress, anxiety, inflammation, and sleeplessness. Okay? They only use 100% organic hemp grown, and they process at their farms and facility in the U.S. It's gluten-free, vegan certified. Okay? And their CBD oil tincture drops are also non-GMO. They use a broad spectrum CBD extractions through independent third-party laboratories to guarantee the highest of standards. CBDMD is committed to providing the best in CBDs. They stand behind this, okay? They got an easy-to-use service. It's free shipping, satisfaction guarantee, and U.S.-based customer service, all right? 
In addition to the natural flavor option, they offer a variety of all-natural awarding-winning flavors, mint, orange, and berry. And each variety provides just a hint of flavor to leave your taste buds satisfied. And their comprehensive line of products includes not only but gummy bears, which is what I take, capsules, an all-natural sleep aid, topicals, bath bombs. My wife loves the bath bombs, okay? And human-grade pet products and vape oils, all right? Now, they're, listen, they're offering a free, unique offer to our listeners over at MMA Roasted, okay? Go to www.cbdmd.com. Enter the code ROAST at checkout to get 20% off your order. I use this stuff, okay? Definitely check it out. Some uh, exclusions apply. See the website for full details, all right? And these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, all right? The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, okay? Check it out. Hope you enjoy. Hello, is this Kara Batara? Yeah, hey Adam. How are you? You're on the MA Roasted Podcast. We're talking to this beautiful, adorable, fun wrestler, fighter, jiu-jitsu specialist, kicking ass. And like I've known you since you were probably like seventeen. So it's like weird seeing you like in a hot way. I got I gotta say. Like <laughs> Like, like you are very hot, but it is a little. I feel a little creepy when I'm like when like you pose these like because I like met your mom before. Like when you pose these pictures of you doing like splits in the air, I'm like it's just a little bit like I feel like I used to coach you or something. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. That was a great intro. Yes. <laughs> so you got a fight coming up. You're fighting Angela Magana on the 26th. How did this fight come across? How did the, how did this happen? Funny story. I have yet to announce it. You guys are actually the first to hear. Um, she decided to pull out of the fight day after media tour. Really? No. I, yep. She. I swear. Like we got in each other's face. We posted. Everyone's going crazy at the face-off. She got back to Puerto Rico and apparently got hurt. She pulled out of the fight. Uh, luckily, they found me a replacement, but yeah, she's out. Ah, uh, so who are you fighting instead? Uh, she's another girl that was on the card already. Uh, they scrapped her fight, gave me her. Um, I honestly haven't even looked her up. It's it's just too close to fight to, to switch my game plans, to study a new opponent. I, I understand these things happen, so I'm always prepared for these situations. I'm just going to stick to what I'm good at, and then go in there with the same game plan. Was your game plan to not get STDs? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, was any of that real? Because the people were saying, like, like the time when she said that you guys got into a fight in the supermarket, it did look a little staged. I'm not going to lie. What was that? Uh, It was for sure staged. We were making fun of her with Cyborg. Okay, so so you guys were kind of friends, kind of. No? Oh, we're friends yeah no we're cool so but like what okay but so because all of a sudden you're like randomly in a supermarket and then she's like hey you're talking shit and then the lights and then the the, the camera stops and then she tweets the cops are on their way i got kicked out of the supermarket and i'm like (laughs) it was like those bad wwe wrestling promos like from like 85 or something like boston breaking vince mcmahon's leg we thought it'd be funny being that it was wrestlemania week and then with her incident with cyborg it was all like a wwe kind of lead up for wrestlemania and making fun of her with cyborg but even like your face off seemed like it was like you were like hold me back hold me back it did like (laughs) 
because that, that guy that was holding you back looked, looked like he couldn't do, couldn't do like a push-up. And then all of a sudden, you guys are like, he's holding two girls, two fighters back. And it looked, it looked kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. It did look kind of weird. So. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that not a lot of people caught on to that. So I'm glad you noticed. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. So, um, all right. So you're, you're fighting a girl that you don't know who the girl is? Um, I, I have her name. I honestly just haven't even looked her up or anything. I make sure I don't like watching my opponents. Um, I have my coaches and my manager look it up for me, but all I know is that she's three and three. She was already on the card before me. It's still going to be at 115. Are you still training at, at Syndicate or Extreme Couture? Where are you training at? Uh, I'm actually training with Tony Frickland for this fight. And so fortunately we've been able to, be at the UFC PI, the entire fight camp. Nice. Very cool. Nice. Now, and who are some of the girls that you're training with? Uh, right now, I'm only training with Vince Morales and then whoever he brings in for his training camps. Uh, but it's been really good. Well, I mean, you were an excellent. I mean, you were a high school wrestler. Weren't you a state champion? Yeah, I was a state finalist for, for my high school wrestling team. But then I helped coach the, the national team. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm, some of the, like your like your fights are so much fun to watch. Even like the one where you pulled off a twister, like Eddie Bravo twister. That, that was like in, in Ryzen, right? Uh, the twister was actually for Combate two years ago. Yeah, I, I wanted the twister so bad because I had Eddie in my corner and then three other black belts that were all 10 Planet. And uh, I was the only person ever to have all jujitsu coaches. And uh, so I wanted the twister, but when she wouldn't tap, I ended up punching her in the face 56 <laughs> times from the twister. Wow. Nice. So what... Uh, what? That's beautiful. What belt do you now? Uh, I'm still a purple belt just because I've been bouncing around. I haven't really been at 10th Planet. I took a year off just to, to, to work, to focus on myself. I did a three-week week road trip around the U.S., so wow. it really took some time to, to reevaluate everything and figure out that this is what I really want to do. And is, is your mom still managing you? No, I'm actually uh, managed by Iridium Sports now. Okay, because I know my dad oh, nice. was managing me too, and it was hard because it would like constantly like I never know when to turn off and I'd be like dad enough and he'd be like but I watched your dog and it was just it was really really hard <laughs> there were times that I'm like what well, are you going to commission my birthday gift I mean there were times that it got really personal and ugly and there were times it was beautiful but it was really hard to ha work with your family was that hard for you too with your mom oh that's exactly how it was uh like you're saying I've been doing this forever uh, I started when I was 13 and so uh, my mom and dad have always kind of guided me through this path. And I just got to a point, I'm 24 years old now, and I was still living with them. My mom was managing me. My dad was coaching me. My brother was my main training partner. And it just got to be way too much. So uh, last year, I ended up moving out. I got a new management team. I got a new coach, got new training partners. And uh, I feel like it was the best move for me. You have to do it. I, I hate to say it, but that was like... Uh, like with me and my dad, it was like it was destroying our relationship. You know, like he kind of stopped becoming exactly, my dad, yeah. stopped becoming my dad, became and he became my, my business partner. And then when like there were things that he would say to me that if it wasn't my dad, I would listen. You know, but because it's my dad, I wasn't listening. Other things he would say that if it wasn't my dad, I wouldn't listen, and I would listen to him because he was my dad. So it was right. it, lines get totally blurred. You know, and it's it's hard. Yeah, it, it gets really weird, especially because. Uh, 
my mom's not even just my mom. She was my training partner. She was my manager. She was my best friend. And so, it, and it just got to a weird point where it's like, okay, mom, I'm 24 years old now. Like, I need to go do my own stuff. And it, yeah. was, it was a hard spot, but uh, it, it helped us with our relationship. I took some time away, and now we're better than ever. Does, it, does your mom, your mom trains also? But uh, she goes to True Fusion with me, so she was always doing, like, the, the hot classes with me and making sure my weight was good, always helping me meal prep. She is pretty hot. Her, her mom is pretty hot. I don't know if you've ever seen her mom before, but she's definitely like, <laughs> she, she, she doesn't look like a mom. And then you see them together, you're like, well, who are these two hot? And then you're like, oh, wait, that, that's Kara. I can't. Um, she's, 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 she's a child. The last time you came to my show, you had a, I think you had a boyfriend. You guys look very, very in love. Are you still with that guy? I am not. No. <laughs> Do you have a new boyfriend? Uh, um, kind of. <laughs> I feel like you always kind of have a boyfriend. And who's this guy? Who's this guy? Is he someone that at the gym that you train at? Yes, right. No, after after the last one, I, I decided to never date an MMA fighter ever again, and uh, I ended Smart. up steering to a path of a uh, professional wrestler. No way. <laughs> That's got to be worse. I know. <laughs> Wow, is it the honky tonk man? No. Uh, all right, so let's get let's, let's 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 get the let's guess the wrestler. Is it uh, is Sheamus? It, is it Sheamus? No, he's not in WWE. Is it is it Rikishi? No. <laughs> no. He's a Vegas local. Oh, is it is it Bam Bam Bigelow? Is it oh is it the Disco Inferno? <laughs> no. <laughs> is it Phil Baroni? He was a professional Oh, wrestler. no. <laughs> no. Is it Doink the Clown? I think he might have passed away. Doink the Clown. R.I.P. Uh, Doink. Is it, uh, is it one of the Bushwhackers? No, you won't guess it. Oh. <laughs> All right, what league is he in? Tell the league is he in. Um, he wrestles for the CFW Hollywood show a lot. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's doing pretty well. Uh, all right. And where did you guys meet? Um, we actually met on a, a dating app <laughs> right a, after I broke up with my boyfriend. A dating? Oh, was it Tinder or Bumble or? Uh, we, we met on Bumble. Bumble. Okay, it wasn't nice. it wasn't SoulSwipe or BlackPeopleMeet.com or something. Farmers or, only. Farmers only or <laughs> one of one of those. Okay, so wait, listen. But those guys, those guys are players though. Those guys are worse than fighters. I mean, they have like legit. Are they? Well, I don't know. At his level, probably not because. Most of the groupies are probably men that live, you know, that are into like video Middle, games and stuff, men. like like CB or something. But when he gets to the <laughs> WWE, he's gonna get a lot of chicks. Like, what about the divas and stuff? Are you are you you seem like kind of the jealous type? Oh, I'm not the jealous type at all. Like I said, he's not my boyfriend. So. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, but she's also the type that could probably smoke all those women oh yeah so. she's actually hotter than those like, women. yeah that's yeah. where i see it too i'm like go ahead because i i know how to real fight yeah exactly <laughs> like i'll fuck you up yeah, yeah i'll put yeah. you in a twister and punch you in the face six, 56 times so you're fighting for combate now who's the are, are you the main event of this card who, who, who's the main event uh the main event is melly martinez she's on a, she's the the next Combate America's champ that has uh, the most wins. So I have five consecutive wins with Combate, and I believe she has four consecutive wins. And so what I think they're doing is I'm co-main event and she's main event, 
is what they said that this is going to be to determine who gets the title fights in the fall. Ah, very nice. Yeah, you should be the champion. So I, I was. Yeah, I was kind I'm of excited though. I was excited to see Magania because she's so. F- Look, I'm I'm friends with Magania. She's funny as hell. She's definitely like something's off with her. Like you could tell that like she's not all there. Um, she's on like a different planet, but I like her. But it would have been funny to watch her try to sell the fight. You know, that was like, you know, everyone would have been paying attention to the, like the fight against you versus her because she's so ridiculous. Oh, I know. That's why I was super excited. Yeah, everyone was so hyped. And I've always been the person that everyone hated going into the fight. So it was nice to, to actually have someone want me to win for one. Be the good guy. Why do people hate you? You're just, you're just a sweetheart. Everyone hates me. I always ask that. I'm like, I don't understand why everyone's always hating. Well, the last fight was against Paulina, and I think you insulted her, and her teammates are like five girls. So that's kind of what happened there, right? All those girls over in, uh, in San Diego? And that's where you're saying, too, you're like, oh, I think you're the jealous type. And I'm like, no, I'm just, like, super overly confident. I uh, I did an interview, and I was like, oh, I can beat every combate girl. I'm going to submit them. I have the best wrestling. There's no one that can beat me. And so after I said that, everyone just thought I was a cocky bitch. <laughs> and now everyone hates me. Uh, f- <laughs> fuck it. You know, you got to be loved or hated. That double standard, though. Yeah, man. you got to be loved. Guys or- say it, and you're like, ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh cool. You know what? A guy and, and yeah. females say it, and you're like, ooh, what a bitch. I want to go to this fight. I, I think I'm going to go. It's in LA. Is that, is it, where is that? The forum? Yes, yes, please go. I'll get you tickets. All right, I'm in. Go. I'm definitely. It's at, the, it's at the Galen Center, April 26th. It's a Friday. Yes, I will definitely go. It'll be fun. April 26, 1992. Yeah, and then Juliana Pena is there. She's, she's great because all she does is talk about herself the whole time. Like, uh, what, like she just commentates <laughs> and talks about her fights. Everyone, like, by the, by the, by the third fight in, you know about every, how she, what she would have done. And it's, it's the best. Hilarious. She's great. Um, I like it. I, li- I like Combate. I, li- I like the whole thing. Um, yeah, Combate is a great show. They so. got a lot of good fighters. Yeah, too. they got fun. a lot of good local fighters. And then uh, Kate Del Castillo just bought into it. I don't know if you saw that, but I yeah. think that's gonna be really good for us too. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, people are into it. I'm, I'm, I'm into it too. So you're gonna win this fight, then you're gonna win the belt. You're gonna be even more cocky. Um, we got to figure out who you're dating. Always. Uh, does he have a gimmick? <laughs> uh, yes. What's his? What's his? What's his gimmick? What's his finishing move? Um. That's a good question. I don't know the name. Okay, and how long have you, how long have you guys been going out for? Uh, been a few months. Okay, all right. Do you guys live together? No way. <laughs> no, all right. That's no, not her boyfriend. Remember? Boyfriend yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Who do you who do you live with? Uh, right now, so I was living with two other fighters, and that was a whole mess in itself. Um. I thought it'd be a good idea to live with my best friend and we would all be in training camps together. We'd all be on track and turned into a nightmare. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, I actually moved back in with my parents for the moment. And then as soon as I win this fight, I'll find a place. Nice. Well, okay, good. You got you to gotta win this. You got to find the place. All right. So you can follow Kira at Mogwai, uh, M-O-G-W-A-I. Uh, it's Kira Batara on Instagram. You got twenty-seven thousand followers. You look good, Kira. You look you look adorable. You're aging well, um, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Are you are you still te- are you still teaching classes or no? Uh, 
yeah, I'm still teaching classes, so anyone that's in Vegas, I'm at Tidal Boxing. And then I just got off work, too. I also sell uh, healthy energy drinks at Costco every Thursday and Saturday. Nice. Well, uh, energy drinks. I like it. What kind? Uh, it's called Zippers, so I work at Costco. Now, look, you're a hardworking girl. You're, I mean, aren't you? Are you half Mexican or full Mexican? What are you? I'm a quarter Mexican and half Filipino. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think I think during the show I said you want a Filipinas, and then uh, pointed to myself. <laughs> so she's half Filipino, uh, quarter Mexican, and then a quarter white. Yes. Yes. All right. I like it. Kira Batera, uh, I see you on Mondays. Who's this guy? Who's Coach Casey? What about Coach Casey? I'm, I'm, like, I'm like looking at you, and you're like swarming over some old guy with a mustache on like your Instagram. Who is that guy? There's a guy. Yeah. You're like, uh, Avel Mario knows he's fucked anytime Coach Casey comes in and watches me or says my name. Co- Coach Casey looks very funny. I like that guy. I don't know who he is. But, I love uh, Coach Casey, yeah. And then you're also coaching little kids wrestling? That's adorable. Yeah, I love coaching. Yeah, I teach kids wrestling, boxing, all the things. I love it. I love it. Kira, you're doing good. You're doing really good. Thanks. And then, and then, how's how's your weight? Because the one time you came in like 87 pounds over. <laughs> so how's your weight for this one? <laughs> that's why. Um, that's why I'm going 115. Uh, I'm I'm five note with combate, and they're just no challenge for me at 105. My biggest challenge was making the weight at 105. And so with me being on a win streak at that weight, I decided to fight 115 for this one. So Good. definitely a lot easier fighting at 115 versus 105. Well, you could beat all these girls at 115. Honestly, I, th- I think you would make a run at, in the UFC. I think the sky's the limit for you. You're only 24 years old. You're not even in your peak yet. And, and you already got 11 fights. Uh, you're smoking these girls. You're doing well. You got great wrestling, good striking, great jiu-jitsu. It's, the sky's the limit, Kara, for real. Yeah, I really think so. I, I, I do believe that I have one of the strongest ground games. And so I think that um, UFC will open up 105 division in no time. But I can hang at 115 for now. I'm really strong. Um, my ground game is unstoppable. I feel like any person that gets me on the ground, they're just done. Nice. So, uh, listen, good luck. I will see you on the 26th. I'm going to hit you up for tickets. Me and Tyler, we're going we're gonna to go uh, support. We're coming. Please do. Yeah, make sure. I'll, I'll have the tickets ready for you guys. All right, thanks, Kara. Take care. All right, bye. Bye. That was Kara Patera. A little cutie. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Ooh. Gorgeous girl, right? Gorgeous. Gorgeous girl. She's badass. Fun. She actually lost to um, one of uh, one of Ian's girls, who my coach coaches as well, Kiana Rain. But that. Was oh yeah. Way, way back. Way yeah, back yeah. In the day. Kiana's. A- Man, she's a badass. She's got tattoos everywhere. And like- she's clean. She's like older. She's older. She's like in her forties. Oh really? Yeah, and she's still doing the thing. Like she just fucking loves it. She teaches it at Westside Training Center. Oh, that's awesome. That's well, cool. Well, Tyler, what do you got coming up? Um, what do I got coming up? I'm going dirt biking this weekend. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. Um, teaching class tonight. Braxton's Combat Sports. Gi Jiu Jitsu at seven o'clock. Um, come by for a class. Hit me up on on Instagram if you want to do a private. Hit me up in the DMs. Hi, bye. What's up? What you looking at? And uh, yeah, I'm there. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Nice, nice. Uh, well, listen, people, I will be at um, the Laugh Factory in Long Beach Friday night. 
Laugh Factor in Hollywood, Saturday night at 9.30. Uh, and then next week, I am at Black Box Theater in Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, and then go to adamhunter.com. If you shop on Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first and then shop. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Kira. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you, Violet. Uh, take care and have a great weekend. Trap sons and trap dons Tunis sons to hook them door pot land Tadas told them door pot a borrow